everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I am your host. On today's episode, we are talking about changing crisis into a creative opportunity. So first and foremost, uh, I'm going to give you a link for a training in the description that was about 14 hours long. Uh, really great stuff. So if you want to really de- delve deep into this idea, that one's a good one for you, especially those of you who are in the education field. You know, you're facing some really um, tough challenges and and some some kind of clinch times right here for education. So I I delve deep into that one uh, and you won't go wrong. Okay. But I'm going to share with you three ideas, three things, three ways that you can help yourself and others really be able to kind of step up to the plate and hit a home run. Anytime you have a crisis, a problem, a challenge, a test, Okay, so don't be like some of the examples I'm going to share with you of people who have got up to that, you know, big, big winning game, right? And totally bombed. Um, You want to be the person like some of my mentors who during this, you know, pandemic crisis have really been able to to step up and, and serve well. All right, so listen for those three things. See how it applies to you first. And then if you're in a leadership position where you're helping other people, man, these are three things you got to do to assess your team and see how well do I help them and where are they at with this? Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. Okay. Let's talk about how do you turn a crisis into a creative opportunity? Uh, well, actually, first of all, let me tell you this, that at the end, I'm going to have, uh, in the description, there's going to be a link and that's going to take you to leading through crisis. Now, this is a program that John Maxwell and I partnered together. So there's seven hours of teaching right from John talking directly about this subject. Okay. And then there's seven hours of teaching from me talking about this subject. So that means it's how many hours talking about leading from crisis to opportunity? Well, for those of you not really good at math, that would be 14 hours. Okay. Now, the reason why I tell you that is because what I'm going to share with you today is like a little teeny, 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 tiny snippet. Okay. So if you want to know more about this topic, follow that link, see if it's right for you. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So a challenge. (sighs) All right. So let me start with a couple examples, kind of put this into perspective. So in high school, I played four sports a year. I played basketball. I played volleyball. I ran track and then softball. Lots of sports, loved it. Um, kept me very busy in basketball. I had, a um, several friends obviously that, that we just kind of hung around with and she was amazing at basketball until it was either the really big game or maybe we were really, really, really close at the final. She was not what you call the clutch player. Okay. Anytime that we got into a situation where there was high pressure, she immediately got pulled out. Now, uh, it actually was a really good thing that our coach did that because he knew she couldn't handle it. She had proven herself time and time and time again that she couldn't handle it. So, she, she didn't get to shine in those moments. Okay. Now I've, I've read lots of stories about golfers and some golfers are great on their home course, right? 
And then when you get them to, you know, maybe go to a tournament, whether it be a, a small tournament or something like that, they just can't make it happen. Right. Um, you know, thinking about this in the pandemic, you know, I've said this before on the podcast that there are, are people who have really stepped up, right? They have really shown the world who they are. Um, and equally, there are people who have shown the world who they are and they haven't stepped up in the crisis, right? So there are people who I have um, decided to unfollow because for one reason or another, they showed that under stress, they're not the people that they, they said they were before the crisis, right? So that's another form of, you know, how you're showing up in a challenge. So... Why do some people do well in a crisis and some don't? Okay, now thinking of a crisis is not only, you know, a pandemic, but um, a problem, a challenge, a test, making the sale, speaking in public. How come some people are good and some people are not? What's the difference? Well, you know, if you go by the title of the podcast, Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life, it's probably their thinking, right? Okay. So I'm going to share with you three very short ideas about this idea of thinking. Okay. So first of all, th- I want you to use it in terms of wearing the hat for yourself, right? And then secondly, if you are leading other people, so if you're the boss, supervisor, manager, parent, um, you know, volunteer staff, think about how you use this with your people too. Okay. So the first idea is to practice without pressure. So this goes back to that idea that when the more stress you have on the brain, the less you learn. Okay. More stress, less learning. So, uh, what you want to do is you want to have as little stress as possible when you're learning and you build up what we call muscle memory in your brain, right? However, when you can uh, learn without stress, you actually become more creative. You could solve problems quicker. And then there's this magical thing that happens where you solve problems with options. Okay, so you learn that every problem has more than one option for it. When you're stressed in learning, you you might not even learn the one option, um, but most often, and this has been proven time and time again um, with, first of all, mice, right, uh, running mazes and things like that, but then brain science using functional MRIs. They've shown that people who are under stress um, can only learn one way. Okay, so they're only learning, okay, I can solve this problem, but there's only one way to do it, right? There's no creativity, there's no uh, improvisation, no options, okay? So how can you lessen the stress when you're learning? You know, one thing I, I often did with my uh, my students, and sometimes I still do it with my, my students, just happen to be you, right? Is that we stop and we pause and we take a few deep breaths. We think about things we're grateful for. We kind of set our intention, right? If you've been on a live call with me in the last three, four years, you've probably heard me do that at the beginning because I want your brain to be happy. I want you to see not only one solution, but many solutions. Okay. So how can you practice without pressure? And how can you encourage your people to practice without pressure? Right? So rather than being uh, worked up that they're going to get in trouble for not doing something a certain way, 
how can you release some of that pressure on them? Because they might find a better way, right? All right. So the second thing is to be um, on the offensive, not the defensive side. Okay. Having a positive goal in mind. So when you're on offense, you're thinking about how can I gain? How can I grow? How can I move one step forward? Right. When you're on defense, your mindset is how do I protect myself and stay safe? Okay. So one thing I know of is that uh, people who have stepped up in this crisis, um, they have said, hey, what do people need right now? And they've shifted and they pivoted and, you know, everything else in order to provide what people need. I I think about the restaurant industry. Guys, if you're in the restaurant industry, you are amazing, right? Uh, How many restaurants near you were doing um, the curbside pickup, the, the, you know, order by phone or text or, or even the service delivery stuff? Now, I'm in in a little bit more of an rural area, so it wasn't quite as much as maybe those of you in the city. But as soon as the pandemic hit, they said, oh, how can we still serve, right? Now, there were many restaurants who just plain said, we're done. We're We're not opening. But those that stayed open got real creative, okay, because they were on the offensive. How can we still do what we know we need to do? So people who tend to look in the past, uh, have a historical perspective, they typically are, are on the defensive side of things. They are into protecting themselves, protecting what I already have, right? The people who are looking towards the future are saying, Hey, wait, we're going somewhere. Okay. We might, we might have a hiccup with this challenge or problem, but, but how can we move forward once? Right. So, for example, if you're trying to make that big sale and, you know, maybe you've typically um, got to the point where you're in your sales process and and you kind of choke. Right. Maybe instead of looking at what you've done in the past, when you get to the big sale, you say, "Okay, I just want to ask one really good question during the sales process. I don't care if I I make the sale or not. I just want to ask a good question. Right. So you're moving forward because you're practicing a skill. Does that make sense? So which direction do you typically look in? Do you look in the past and have a historical view? Or do you look forward and have a futuristic view? Right? And the third thing is really having perspective. I'm not going to talk a ton about this. We've talked about this already on the podcast several times. But really what you're doing is you're seeing the challenge or the problem as it is right? So there are some people out there who, man, I tell you, they can look at a little teeny tiny problem and they can add bones and, and, and organs and bodies and blood and everything to that sucker to the point where it it becomes such a big, huge issue that you're like, oh my gosh, why isn't the world stopping so we can take care of this issue? Right? When in reality, you got to look at the problem for what the problem is. Okay. Some of you, you should be writers for soap operas. I tell you, because when I talk to you, when we're talking with you, your problems, you're making stuff up all the time. You're giving your story legs. Okay. So if you really want to, you know, turn, turn this problem or challenge into a creative opportunity, you've got to stop your, your brain. You got to stop your mind. I had a a post on social media today and it was uh, talking about a a picture and 
I think it was Casey Hughes. He was a really a relief pitcher. So that means he's a pitcher that goes in, you know, when um when the the first pitcher is really tired, right? So he's not the he's not he's like a bench warmer. I mean, he's not the starter, right? But he has a critical job because he goes in and he kind of cleans things up, right? So um he was the most calm and successful relief pitcher in his day. And he basically said, hey, the reason why I can do this is because, you know, think about that perspective. He's coming in, um, you're, you're five, six, you know, maybe seven innings into a game. So you're nearing the end and something has happened. And, and the, the good guy, the good pitcher is, is running out of steam and you got to come in and you got to clean up. Would you want to do that in your job? Let's say, you know, you're a business owner and, um, you know, a, a friend of yours that they've run their business into the ground. You got to come in and you got to, you know, clean it up, right? That That's a hard place to be in, isn't it? And so he said his perspective was really this idea that I would just think about what do I need to do and what do I want to happen? So what am I in charge of and what is my goal? And he said, beyond that, I didn't think about what was the batter going to do, what, you know, what, what might happen to me. I didn't think about anything. I just focused on, this is what I need to do. And this is what I want to happen. I love that perspective. So really, when you're faced with any sort of challenge, come at it from that point of view of what can I do and what do I want to happen? And you can't go wrong. Okay. So how do you deal with problems or challenges or tests? Okay, it's really important to understand your relationship to those because if you want anything to change in your life, you're going to have to change that pattern. Okay, awesome. Hey, again, in the, the description is the link for that leading through crisis course that I talked about. I promise you, you will not go wrong by listening to John speak. Um, we, we ran that course a while back. We also had, um, some zoom meetings where we, we got a group of people together and we talked about it and and it was just a, a really good time of learning. So if that's something that you're interested in, click that link, follow it, see if it's right for you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys for showing up today. I really appreciate it. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time.